I'm Janice Corsano. And I'm Christine Alexander. And this is How to Survive Earth School. In this episode... I'll get to start to go inside and look, and hopefully that people do, and not just take what people say. Because I don't want people to take what I say. I want people to take what I say and hope it makes them think, and Mm -hmm. hope it makes them feel, and hope it makes them go inside and find answers too. Right. You know, it's not just what I say. Just take it. And I tell you, if anyone tells you ever... That there's their way is the right way, run. Yeah. There is no one way. Okay. And mm-hmm. and on top of that, have so much to learn with you know what we came back with to learn. So yeah. Yeah, there's so much to learn. So, you know, just in um the amount of that mm-hmm. it was it was in some ways so intense and overwhelming and, and fun at yeah. the same time. And the energy did felt feel um, a little bit nicer and a little bit lighter. Although I could still feel the underlying, uh, yeah, yeah, the underlying insanity, anxiety. <laughs> yeah, insanity, crazy, mm. um, and all that. And in you know being out there, what's interesting about Sedona is that you know since Sedona is a spiritual place, that it's not uncommon for people to talk about their spirituality, or it's mm. not uncommon for them to have conversations. And there's shops all over about you know. Mm. And the different shops that have the stones. We went shopping one day. That's got to be so nice, actually. And it's because it I is. struggle with that. I and mean, we've talked about it before. Like, I'm not comfortable. I mean, I'm on a podcast which broadcasts to, yeah. you know, <laughs> potentially thousands and thousands of people talking about it. But in my day to day life, you know, we live in Connecticut. There's not tons of crystal, yeah, there's you know, tons of, yeah, there's, there's just not, not that. Of, yeah. I mean, there there's certainly a community here of people who are interested in this sort of stuff, but it's not the type of thing. I at least am comfortable talking about openly. Yeah. And and we've talked about that before and it's like, and it's funny though, because the more that we actually talk about it in, in sharing, because I tend to talk about it as totally different. I mean, I don't bring it up as a conversation starter. Right. Um, So have you, (laughs) (laughs) have you checked your astrology today? Have you been in contact with your angels or spirit guides this morning? (laughs) Yeah, I don't, I don't tend to bring that up as a conversation starter, but because it's so part of my life and what I do every day, it's just a natural thing that I talk about. Yeah. But I think the difference is in like in Sedona because that's the place that's known for that where Connecticut isn't known for that. But there's so many people who would love to have something to talk about with the, because we're having so many more experiences and you would see it, you know, like when you would do your haunted tours and people would talk about these things. Yeah. But, and it's true, but even in that, like there have been a few times where I felt like, Ooh, I think I weirded them out. (laughs) But But that's actually, you know, in a lot of ways, we have to be pioneers like we yeah. have to somebody has to be the one scary though i don't i, I know. don't i don't I know. love that i and i not not to say that i don't which is part of help like people and which is thing. part of like when we talk about the numbers like the master numbers yeah there's a lot of a lot more master numbers that came in because of this you egyptian know, is this egyptian yeah. numerology and it's regular numerology too what's it has master, master numbers, numbers. They're, they're like 11 22 um 33 and 44 right. but mostly 11 and 22s okay. and and having, you know, myself having a lot of master numbers, um, mm. which, yeah, really surprising. Um, <laughs> they tend to... Because you're a master. Yeah, <laughs> a master. Um, no, they tend to just make your life harder. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, you got way more shit to accomplish and do. And I have... Do I have one of these? I think I did, I think right? you do. Oh, yes, you do. That's good. Um, <laughs> and what's, what's funny about it was that they tend to conjugate together. Oh. So... You mean, mean people... With, in the, with the master numbers. Yeah. Oh, okay. So... Funny that uh. that would make sense as we would then a- be able to talk about it more than we think because there's more people in our area than we would know. That it's like the people we're in touch with 
more would have yeah. that same kind of like life path or whatever that yeah they'd have those the, they'd have more of them anything. and I in yeah. in the charts of looking at different people you know and clients and and family and stuff there's way more of them than you know it's supposed to be a small percentage of people that would have this you know um, the 22 we have a lot more of them that came in in the 20th century in mm-hmm. the beginning of the 20th century. Um, because we need a lot of stuff done, and they're the builders and or destroyers, so they could destroy stuff or they could build stuff. In their magnificence, they're builders. In their um, lower vibration, they're destroyers. Who's this? The twenty-two, the master oh, number twenty-two. Oh dear. <laughs> you know, the 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 eleven's um, master number. Um, they're the ones that would be tend to be the ones that would be actresses or actors or the ones that do mm-hmm. what we're doing podcasts and and books and you know mm-hmm. different things in ways and they have to talk about their experiences and they help people through through you know counseling and you know mm-hmm. the stuff that we do actually yeah, is like what basically exactly yeah what we do. exactly what we're doing um, but so uh, I because I kind of remember I mean when we're talking about this stuff and I think that this is a common problem because there's you know there's only one Sedona there's only you know I mean what what where else is there is it known like where people go for this type of thing like um maybe like Joshua Tree or people go out to places like Santa Cruz or places like that there's a couple of places where people go mm, for their spiritual it's like more open to talking about this kind of stuff but, but I what, don't know. We're like seeing majority of people do not live in those places. So yeah. I mean, I I, I know it's more acceptable, but I still have. But a I think block if you look that. at it, but if you think if you look at it more as um, people with their, you know, everyone's having issues and everyone's having things that are coming up. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking about yourself and, and the things that you're working on through the way that you're working on them, mm-hmm. that might be it's because it's not necessarily spiritual as much as it's a different way to look at the way that you're handling your life and the way that you're seeing things and the way that you're understanding about beliefs and, mm-hmm. and energy and the way that they work. And, you know, so mm-hmm. we're not, you know, we don't have I to am hit spiritual, them. but we're not hitting. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to talk with them about. Yeah. We're not invisible alien entities. Yeah. <laughs> the first time. On on the first <laughs> time Although some people really need it some because few, they're, yeah. they're what been walking around with them. I mean, I've seen people recently a lot lately, and I was mm-hmm. like, you know, they've had they'll they'll and they people do it all the time to me. And they start talking to me out of nowhere and tell me all their problems. So, oh, yeah. you know, so we'll be in the store or whatever, and mm-hmm. I could see them on them, and and you know, I'll just be like, well, you know, and sometimes you're not gonna it depends on the person. It depends on what I'm feeling from the person that they mm-hmm. can handle or talk about. Mm-hmm. But and that's where the difference is. I think is you trust your intuition more mm-hmm. about what people will talk about or what they're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times it's just planting a seed. It's not, you know, it's just You're letting them know. You're not trying to convince. Yeah, you don't need to. Worry. I don't want anyone, like, like I tell you guys all the time, my job isn't to tell you what to believe. My job is to help you to see what you believe and how it's not working, you know, or if it's working. Because we don't change the okay. beliefs that are working for you. Right. And you're not talking about beliefs in this instance, like, you know, angels god like no. that kind of you're talking about i'm talking about your day-to-day life your day-to-day yeah. like your relationship I, beliefs, people aren't trustworthy beliefs, right. yeah we're talking about and as far as you know those beliefs about god and stuff those are still things that you know you could look at about you know the way you've been taught about it mm-hmm. and if it's working for you or not but still i don't tell you what to believe it's not my job just right. like i make no judgment on what you're doing or what you say that's not my job either my job is to help you. That's not you. your job. No. <laughs> no, no jobs in judgments. Aww. 
you know, the, <laughs> which is why like most of my clients and most people that, that know me well, is like, does anything get you that like, no, yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, yeah, through the years, I've been uh, always like very impressed with the amount of things that, you know, I've been able to tell you without your, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, finding it strange at all. You yeah, know, it's just not like, strange oh, to that me. Didn't, it didn't her? even cool. ruffle my feathers it yeah. didn't even you know but that's like i mean so i mean like i i i get that like that's what we're potentially all working towards I, i've always you know admired that um but you know i can't help but feel like myself you know like when you talk about like being very comfortable talking about this kind of stuff and and I am comfortable talking about this stuff with people I'm comfortable with, but um, I yeah, this I idea of being a pioneer, like I just I always put you in a different category of human, you know, person or alien, <laughs> or alien, <laughs> alien a, slash human, yeah. Yeah, alien person. slash human, you know, um, the person that came from somewhere else to to help, right? Because because you're so connected with that aspect of yourself, and because you have such a strong connection to the angels and guides and you know, my connection has, I guess, grown over the last few years and I do have faith and I am, you know, it's a major part of who I am, but, um, you know, I still have this sort of like, you know, but wouldn't that be part of myself? That's very not critical, but just, um, you know, questioning and, and wanting to be, sure and i have the doubt right. but you're but you also in your numbers just you know when we were looking at them you're one of those researchers which we know you love the scientific and yeah you're one of those thing. researchers so yeah you know in, in a lot of ways you'd like to prove it before you can go out and say it instead of trusting your intuition which is one of the things you're actually working on to trust That's your intuition so true. that is what it is because i i don't it for me it it like doesn't feel like enough to just be like oh yeah well i you know, had uh, an angel visit me, blah, 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 you know, right, even like though that. I might have those experiences, I don't, in my head, I don't think people would believe me without right. me saying like, and there's also this scientific study that shows <laughs> angels that come angels and come and visit you. And right. this is, you know, right. the proof of that. And that know? has to do with, that has to do with one of the things that you're working on, being able to trust your intuition and be able to share it and know that it's not, there's nothing wrong with research. But sometimes research hasn't caught up to what we already know inside intuitively in right. our higher wisdom. And that's why research, I like it, mm -hmm. but I know, and, you know, the angels have told me for years that, mm -hmm. you know, we are always going to be what we know way ahead of what the research scientific community. Right. Although it's starting to catch up a little bit more with the neuroscience, which is nice. We're getting to see a lot more proof yeah. of things. Um, but the idea that... that does science always have to match? And then we'd be waiting a long time sometimes for stuff that we've known for in, in our gut and in our intuition and yeah. in our higher selves. And we're getting this wisdom. So then you'd be going against yourself. So it's really like you starting to trust that intuition in yourself and being able to share it and not worrying. You yeah. Know, I, like Cause I worry worrying. a lot. I worry a lot what people will say and or do mm -hmm. if they know that I think this way. And, and that's like, so what are you going to do? Valid. They're not going to like you. Well, you know, I mean, it's not like history has been kind to people who have thought other than what the yeah. quote unquote normal, I mean, even in today's day and age, you know, what is consi considered counter cultures. I totally agree. Right? They haven't. <laughs> like, luckily, <laughs> luckily, 
it's not one of my bigger suits, thank God, because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do all those things that I do. Right. And that's why in trying to get it, get over that, I mean, like not worrying what other people think about the way that you happen to see the world. Yeah. But that's part of our problem. If we're so concerned about what other people think, we're living for them, not for us. And we don't even know that they think that way. Yeah, and I know because that's a big projection. Like I, I actually can like almost say with certainty like that I have assumed wrongly what people would think about this sort of thing um and probably more so than not and not realize that yeah and and in doing so actually caused them to feel uncomfortable about talking about it not because you know not intentionally but just like you know act by accident kind of um because I'm nervous about it and I don't want people to judge me, mm-hmm. you know, I'll kind of skirt over it. And then I feel like, you know, yeah, that sometimes happens. And that's one of the things like, you know, in, in being who I am, that's something that I guess was something that I had to be able to do. Mm-hmm. So they kind of took a little bit of that off my plate yeah. of, you know, regardless of how many times in past lives they've, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> who knows what they tossed did to me. You, yeah. Tossed <laughs> you in the pond there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did to me, um, for it. But, but I think that's kind of the idea of where, you know, we all get to start to go inside and look and hopefully that people do mm-hmm. and not just take what people say because I don't want people to take what I say. I want people to take what I say and hope it makes them think mm-hmm. and hope it makes them feel and hope it makes them go inside and find answers too. Right. Yeah, you know, it's not just what like. I say is just take it. And I tell you, if anyone tells you ever that there's their way is the right way, run. Yeah. There is no one way. Okay. There's a bunch of ways what to do something. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not going to ask the question. It's going to be silly. Um, what if they tell you it's the only way? Run. <laughs> like there are so many ways to do this and so many ways that, you know, we find ourselves and we're all different. I guess, so th- this maybe I will ask this because it, I think it would be, it's, you know, relevant. Like what about people, maybe they're just not, maybe they aren't looking in themselves, maybe they are listening to those people who say this is the right way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there are people who in history have, like, you know, gone with and looked inside and decided that um, the only answer was to, you know, do something really destructive, you know, blow something up or hurt these people. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that... I don't know. I, I struggle with that. They weren't necessarily, but they weren't necessarily like really looking inside. Right. Okay. Because when you get down to. So like being, you just being a religious person doesn't mean that you're actually questioning. You can right. be a religious person and just be following. Right. Like and just be following what, or right, whatever. the doctrine of what you've been taught and not necessarily questioning it mm-hmm. and questioning. And it's okay. God doesn't mind if we question. Mm-hmm. God actually, you know, the universe actually is very welcome to us questioning. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things we haven't been taught. It's like we don't don't tend to question our religion. We tend to take what the word is and th- think about it as it's the, and there's so many interpretations of it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times they could have gotten it wrong. Right. Yeah. You know, plus men did write the story. You right, know, they yeah. could have, you know, I mean, history, if you look at a lot of the books, it's not actually accurate on the way that they wrote it. Yeah, it was something else through the filter of right. people's beliefs, which right. we already know can be very yeah. misleading. Misleading mm-hmm. in the way that they see it. So you could have three people write the same story about what happened in their different accounts. Yeah. So yeah. if you look at, you know, and they t- took, you know, in different cultures and different places, you know, we've taken different books out about what is okay and what isn't okay. So right. there's a lot that, you know, goes into. That's why when you, you know, like truly look inside, 
first you got to be okay with the fact that you can ask questions because mm-hmm. we're taught not to ask questions. Yeah. You know, we're taught very much to, to follow and mm-hmm. do what you're told. Yeah. you're. I mean, I think a lot of people are taught that you yourself can't talk to God. You know, that that's actually not Right. You have something. to go through somebody. You have to go through someone else. You're not actually... Oh, like allowed to, <laughs> and to me, the <laughs> which way is that, crazy to me to the me, way that sorry. it's been it's so not crazy to the people who believe that i don't know <laughs> no it's, but that's what it's trying so, to be pc <laughs> but, but that's their belief you know that you can't talk to god and that's okay if but if that makes it, you feel good if right. that's like part of your thing is you like the ritual of going to a person and having it be this very kind of yeah there isn't there isn't a a right or wrong way but as we start to question we get more answers in Mm -hmm. ourselves that makes us question more and a lot of times we end up with a lot more questions (laughs) right Yeah, (laughs) which is good Mm -hmm. you know which is good so that we could actually start to get down deeper and stuff and a lot of people are so afraid to look because they're going to find something horrific instead they actually find something way better than they thought they think they think by looking they're going to uncover something like really bad about themselves instead of when you when you've told me this before like very often when people take a look at what is actually going on with them they find that it's not as bad as they thought yeah it's not as bad as they thought yeah and then when we actually you know like put a perspective on because a lot of times we think it's so bad and then when you actually see the real perspective of it Mm -hmm. that there's you know here's there's how many different ways you could look at it and then you go oh Okay. Get, oh well. Uh, well, if you look at it that way, then it's not bad at all. <laughs> right. But however, we put a spin on it, or the way we've been taught that we're not good enough. Right. You know, and that you don't ask questions. And you know, like, there's a lot of t- taught following. Right. We're sort of coming out. I mean, I know that people have talked a lot about how um, we're sort of leaving, you know, a phase and coming into this new phase, and like, you know, this, you know, astrologically, we're leaving yes, kind of the age are. of. Pisces into the age of Aquarius Aquarius. and that changes Mm -hmm. and then there's also just kind of culturally a big shift happening the world's getting smaller technology like yeah there's so much changing and this whole that's what we were talking about a lot with the evolution and the ascension you know that Mm -hmm. we're going through which is one of the reasons why the energy feels so extreme and it feels like we're flipping in and out of dimensions and stuff and that's Which I like I the visual I have for <laughs> flipping in and out of dimension is like <laughs> like what are we monkeys in? like, well, like acrobats like, <laughs> kind of it kind of feels like that it feels like you know you you're walking along and and the next thing you know you're in a higher vibration or in a lower vibration mm-hmm. and then we're you know like switching yeah. all over the place and that it's not you know like the energy is not staying like stationary in one, you know, mm-hmm. and energy doesn't to begin with, but it, usually it would tend to stay more cohesive and it's not, it's, it feels like it's very all over hmm. the place. And as we're, you know, vibrating in different places all over and, you know, people are all over the place. It's, it's a creation of, you know, a lot of chaos and mm-hmm. boy, it's, you know, certainly stirring up to, to help us to, to, hopefully make this this leap and change and it's not that we're not in it already because we already are i mean we're way in this you know right with the yeah shift. with the shift we're right. way in it because 2012 i know was like yeah the was big the big push of it yeah. so we're way in it now mm-hmm. but it's you know time as we know it changed i can't wait for them to to change it to the place where they keep showing it to me as where we have enough time to do things and mm-hmm. to get stuff done and to have fun mm-hmm. and to relax um Right now we're in the time as we change. Time has changed as we know it. Like it's, everything's going so fast, we can't get anything done, and mm-hmm. we don't know <laughs> what the hell we're doing. Mm-hmm. And now we're so overwhelmed and stressed out that we can't get anything done that we don't take time for ourselves. So we're all, right. you know, gonna 
breakdown and you know all yeah. of our emotional stuff is all over the place how and funny is that you know like again going back to what we were talking about uh, a little bit ago with the um like you know just having a list of things to do this morning and and having that that sensation of like man you know i'm tired i don't want to do this like and um it was funny because you know talking about like just the amount of pressure people put on themselves yep and you know the idea that we should always be busy you know self-care has gone like right, right out, out the window, window. Yeah. and it's the first thing that always goes right out the window yeah people lose to, themselves yeah. first yeah. and they throw themselves and everything else around them it's so interesting yeah because we we're taught self-care was not a taught thing you know, it's like it's like when we talk about when we're doing the um, animation on, you know, meditation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, when you learned meditation 101. Oh, wait, you didn't. Yeah. You know, no. I mean, relaxation 101. Yeah. When you learned relaxation 101, it's like, oh, wait, you didn't. Yeah. We have to learn how to do that now. We're actually relearning things that n- we need to learn right. that we were never taught. And before we didn't tend to look at them because they didn't seem like an issue. And right, now they're becoming pe- big issues. It's like, why would you, how do you teach a person to relax? Like, why would you need to? Right. You know? And at the time we had more time and yeah. we were able to get the things done. And, and it just seemed like, I mean, even if you look at kids and people go, well, as you get older, time goes faster. It's like, no, I talk to children and they're, they'll say stuff like that I've never heard before. Like, oh my God, I was just in second grade. I can't believe second grade is over. You know oh, how yeah. school took forever? Yeah. And then no. summer was so long and it was yeah. like, oh, this is great. I hear kids, little kids saying to me like, oh my God, I was in second grade or I was in first yeah. grade and now first grade's over and I'm going to be in second grade. That was so fast. Yeah. I've never heard that from I, kids until recently. I also have been like shocked to hear like, so for a little while I nannied mm-hmm. and the kids I nannied for, are, you know, 10, 12. And they're stressed out. Stressed they're out. They're really a mess. A million extracurricular activities. Way 20 minutes. 20 minutes of a break in the middle of their school day. They're there from 8.30 to 2.30. They have a 20, 20 minutes of free time. Wow. And that's it. That's horrible. Like, where are they playing? Like, where are they just being kids? You know, it's It doesn't it's seem crazy. like we don't have too much of that going on and everything's so structured and we're trying to you know, help them to be better and, you know, do all these things. But we took out a lot of their playtime and the time that they need to actually imagine. Yeah. Your imagination was one of the major things that we had as kids Mm -hmm. that we need. That's how we create. Mm -hmm. So we need to put that back in. And the kids will suffer, you know. Well, society too, because it's like if all we're doing is teaching people to, you know, constantly put themselves last in like, you know, this quest for, um, in this quest for what, like advancement, like kind of continuously push, push, push. Like, I mean with no, and if you don't give people that like creativity, like people are going to be pushing themselves into, into nothing, you know, (laughs) creativity is actually the thing that helps you. Like when they have music class and art class and all Mm -hmm. the different classes that are creative, they actually correlate to math and science and history and different, you know, English. Yeah. Music, as, yeah, yeah, music, music and is, is, is math. Very right? helpful for. I think it's math. Math, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. And so those things correlate very much so in learning the other subjects, mm-hmm. and they're very important. Your imagination, another one, the thing that we used to do and go out and play on the playground and you know take sticks and different things and mm-hmm. not beat each other up with them. Right. We would imagine that they were people, or they we would imagine that they were this, or we would imagine that they were that. 
and you know go out in the yard and play and you know mm-hmm. all those things that we would sit and you know have fun and do and run around and pretend which is how we create mm-hmm. from pretend you know to, right. cre- to manifest so we've basically drilled out of ourselves trained out of ourselves the ability to actually manifest what we want yep. because we're so like it's so drilled into us to pursue things in the concrete like what we see as sort of this concrete realm you mm-hmm. know um that we've actually lost like a lot of people like me i think i'm definitely one of those people who had kind of lost our kind of just really basic sort of ability to create from our wants and imagination and right which and is our the, dreams which is the place that we actually create from yeah so when you start to lose that it's way hard to create and it's easier to create from the because we're creating from our feelings mm-hmm. so if we said like how do you create mm-hmm. it's like well people didn't realize and i i saw it like when they did the secret and stuff like that yeah. it's like people would get so frustrated because they couldn't actually do it from that they were missing something and they were missing the part of the feeling yeah the you needed the feeling it. yeah and to create you're going to create all kinds of stuff but if your feeling was totally the opposite of what you're trying to create and you're thinking it all the time mm-hmm. but the feeling didn't actually back it up mm-hmm. you weren't gonna you're gonna create what you feel way more than what mm-hmm. you think so we need to work on the feeling and imagine and visualize and, and kind of sit with that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it takes a little time and sometimes it takes a little like going back and mm-hmm. go, like, remember when I had this feeling and let me use it mm-hmm. to, you know, I could, you could go back and use a feeling, mm-hmm. you know, just like we tend to do with our anger and right. our frustration, you know. It, it's funny, like we talk about that, you know, like we can create, because I, I was actually, um, I tend to be able to manifest, um, like material goods Mm -hmm. that I want. Um, But it takes a while. Like um, one of my favorite stories, I don't know if I've ever told you this story. Did I ever tell you a story about the easel, the art easel? Mm -hmm. Did I tell you? You, Yeah. I can't tell it. Um, So when I was in college, I was taking an art class and I didn't have an easel, um, which is pretty helpful if you want to paint or <laughs> trying to paint because what I would do is like lean, you know, basically my canvas up against like my bed or the wall and sit on the ground and paint and, you know, okay, but it's not great on your back and, you know, yeah. it's just a struggle. So, but, um, you know, I was having, I was a college student, so I didn't have a ton of money at my disposal. Um, you know, not that some students don't, but I just didn't want to spend the money I did have on that. But I would go to the art um, supply store like pretty frequently and, you know, I'd have to get paints or whatever. And I'd like go past the easels and like just stand there, (laughs) like look at them and be like, oh, they're so cool. You know, like maybe I could get one. I don't want to spend the money on one. You know, I I probably did this like, I don't know, not, you know, hundreds of times, but definitely like a half dozen times and would stand there and think about it and then kind of leave. Well, this one um, day my sister was coming in to visit me um, and it was kind of, you know, a really busy day. I had class and I worked at the time. So, you know, she kind of got in on the train and um, had, you know, gotten down to my apartment and I was still closing up the store where I worked and was like rushing around and I'm just kind of a basket case of, you know, uh, you know, whatever, like feeling bad. She's waiting for me. And anyway, so you know, I, I get off the subway and I rush over to my apartment and I like see her and I give her a hug, like saying hi. 
Um, and we go upstairs and as like, you know, we get into my apartment, I kind of, you know, start to relax a little bit and she has an easel in her hand and it's this like kind of antique easel. I'm like, where, where did you get that? (laughs) And she goes, well, you're not going to believe it. But when I got off the subway, there was this homeless man and I'm, as I'm walking, he had, you know, kind of a cart. Um, like a shopping cart and this was sitting on top and as I passed he held it out to me and he said I think you need this <laughs> and she being my sister <laughs> took it. just you know didn't think twice about it I was like okay <laughs> and she took it and it was just one of those moments where I was like oh my god and she's like you need this right and I was like I do and we'd never talked about it before and she knew I was in art class but it was just such like that moment of like wow, like that's so cool that that happened. Now Um, the creation and how you actually created that, mm -hmm. interestingly, was because you didn't have anything on it after. Like you would look at it, imagine it. Why it took a while to create was the thing that you had on it, like I'm not going to spend the money or I don't want to spend the money or whatever, that it couldn't actually come out of nowhere Mm -hmm. like it did. Mm -hmm. But when you actually would look at it and just kind of imagine it, Mm -hmm. like, oh, this would be great to have, and Mm -hmm. then leave the store after Mm -hmm. you got your stuff and totally forget about it. Mm -hmm. That's how you got out of its way. Right. And then it can show up. Yeah, and that's that's happened a few few times for me with things that I, like, specifically would visualize, imagine having, like, but, you know, for one reason or another, like, you know, um, it just happened with me with a rug, and that, for, like, two years, you know, (laughs) two years ago, I was looking for a rug, and I finally found one that I was like oh this is good and i'm so happy with it and it was like 10 bucks <laughs> like right. yes but, but it takes me things. years so it takes me years to do that you but know that's because you're worrying and stressing instead of manifesting in the fact of that imagine it put it out there and let it go mm-hmm. you're always wondering how you know like yes. you know how the how how is it going to happen right that means you have to do something and not always like if you get out of the way it would be like okay a lot of people want to know how well how is that going to happen I'm like, I don't know how it's going to happen, but if we stop asking how it's going to happen and start doing some things to help it happen, mm-hmm. then we have way more chances because there's a million ways that it's the how. Mm-hmm. But if we need to know exactly how, then we've limit, then we've limited, yeah, then we limit other. a lot of the things of, mm-hmm. you know, how it could show up. So in a lot of ways, we put it out there, get out of the way, and it's not like we sit back and twiddle our thumbs because that's not going to help you either. But you do stuff, you know, for that, but don't worry about it you don't stress about it because the more that you worry about it that's what you're putting out as see this can't happen because what we say when we worry and stress is this can't happen Yeah, no, instead it's of praying for it to me it's praying mm. for what you don't want mm-hmm. it's like i don't say prayers every day for what i don't want no. but that's what you're doing when you're worried right and it's kind of funny because i actually wanted clarification on this you say um pretty frequently in the last one we need to learn to worry for what we do want and and i and you even say and i think um you know the idea of worry has this negative connotation and like I can't wrap my head around like what so like what I but what I wanted to do is talk to you about what what worry actually is like what well, what